name of Jesus. Amen. Before you take your seat, why don't you make these declarations with me? Declare me in the name of Jesus. I decree, I decree right, now right now that the power of God, the power of God is working in me, is working in causing me, me to reign causing me to in, reign my health, in my health, in my life, in my, life, in my, finances, in my finances, in my job, in my job, in my job, in my job, and in every area of my life. Of the glory life, of God the glory is, of manifested is manifested in every area in every of, area my life. of my life. Come on, lift up your voice on, and begin so to declare. Declare your kingship, your dominion. Decree and declare that the glory of in God is manifested in your in life, in every area of your life. We decree and declare the glory is manifesting in my life, in our lives, in the name of Jesus. The glory manifests in every area of my life, in the name of Jesus. We have prayed, declare me, Father, Father, thank you thank for the revelation, for the revelation of, your word of your word to my spirit, to my spirit today. today. The, entrance the entrance of your word, of your word into, my spirit, into my spirit, the entrance, the entrance of, your word, of your word into my spirit, into my spirit grants, me light grants me light and understanding. And understanding. I decree and declare, I decree and declare by, this light, by this light, I function, I function at an optimal at, level. At an optimal by, level. This light, by this light, I function, I function at a high level. At the high level of, glory, of glory as I study, as I, study, as I, contemplate, as I contemplate on your word, on your word as, I hear, as I hear your word, your word. my spirit man, my spirit is, man illuminated is illuminated to become a sure guy. Sure Therefore, Therefore, I know, I know what, to do what to do in the name of Jesus. Name of I, Jesus. Decree I decree and declare I will not live, I will not in, live confusion. in confusion at every moment. Every moment I know what to I do what to in do. the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice, begin to make a declarations and begin to pray right now. Decree and declare. Confusion is not part of your life. You know what to do. Per time, the wisdom of God is at work in you. Producing the right decisions, the right choices at the right time. In the name of Jesus, error is removed away from you because the Holy Ghost is infused into your inner man to become a sure guide that guides you out of the path of error, out of the path of mistakes, into the power of his grace and his mercy. Oh, Rabba Sakata Tata Shakata. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Declare me in the name of Jesus. I know who I am. As Jesus is, so am I. In this world, I function by the same principles of faith by which my heavenly Father made the heavens and the earth. Therefore, I decree everything that is out of, that is alignment. out of alignment. Everything, Everything that is in darkness that is in, in, darkness. My life, in my life, I recreate them. I recreate, I recreate my, world. my world. I recreate, I recreate my, destiny. my destiny. I recreate, I recreate every, area every area of my life, of my life. that is out of alignment out of, alignment. of God's, purpose God's purpose and plan, and plan for, my life. for my life. In the name of, Jesus, the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, I decree and declare by, the word of God, by the word of God, I change, I change. every contrary. Every contrary. 
circumstance around me in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. I effect changes in my health. I effect changes in my hope. I effect changes in my finances. I effect changes in my family. I effect changes in my sphere of contact in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice and begin to decree and declare right now that you are effecting changes in your area of influence. Every area of influence, anybody that comes into contact with you, they meet with divinity. They meet with changes. Supernatural changes. In the name of Jesus, we are praying. Declare me, Father, I decree and declare that my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, no sickness, no disease, no infirmity can lodge in it. I cut out any disease, any germ or growth that tries to attach itself to my body. I cut you out in the name of Jesus. I cut you out in the name of Jesus. And I continually glorify God in my spirit, in my body, as I walk in divine health. Today, in the name of Jesus, come and lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Take authority over your body. Decree and declare the word of the Lord is a sword of the spirit. Cut out any deformity, any abnormality, germs, sicknesses in your body. Cut it out now. Command it cut out now. In the name of Jesus, blessed be God. Paratatata, Pilatababa, Rapatalababa. We cut out every germ. We cut out every sickness. We decree and declare everything that is an abnormality, sickness, weakness. We cut you out by the sword of the spirit. In the name of Jesus, Paradababa, Parapatata, Parapapapa. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 11 will be our last prayer. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 11. We'll read it last Sunday. And our adversaries said, they shall not know, neither see, till we come in the midst among them and slay them and cause the work to cease. Now when you have an adversary, an adversary is never far away. Most of the times they are around you and near you. Jesus calls them, the enemy of a man is what members of his own household. This enemy says, I will come in, and I will come in on ours. And then whilst they are not aware, we will cause the work what? To cease. And it came to pass that when the Jews which dwelt by them came, they said unto us, ten times from all places whence ye shall return unto us, they will be upon you. Therefore set I in the lower places behind the wall, and on the higher places I even set the people after their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons, and your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Hallelujah. Amen. So you're going to maintain what Christ has done for you, the victory Christ has won for you. We are maintaining it by fighting. For, see, sometimes some of the things we deal with in the spirit is not only for you. It's for your house. 
it's for your home, it's for your brothers, it's for your sisters. Therefore, we're going to pray right now, declare in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We decree and declare. We decree and declare. We arrest, we arrest every, enemy every enemy within, within and, without. and without. We decree and declare, we decree and declare. every enemy, every enemy deployed, deployed from under the sea, under the sea that, have come within, that have come within and have come without, have come without. Right, now, right now. We arrest you. We, arrest we decree you. and declare. And declare every, power every power that has been sponsoring, has been sponsoring failure, failure, sponsoring, sponsoring defeat, defeat, sponsoring, sponsoring pain, pain and, heartache and heartache in my life. In my life. I come against I you come now. Against I, you now. Decree and declare, I decree and declare you are arrested. You are arrested. I decree and declare, decree and declare you, are you are arrested in the name of, Jesus. Name of Jesus. I come against, I come against every, power every power that has been released, that has been released to bring hurt to, bring hurt to, me. to me. I decree and declare, declare their powers, powers are overturned. Over I overturn over every death wish. I overturn every ill wish. I overturn every instruction, every detection from the underworld, from the from the demonic world. I decree and declare they are overturned over my house. They are overturned over my brethren. They are overturned over my life. They are overturned. I decree and declare. Every desire, Every desire of Satan, of Satan over, my life, over my life, my body, my, body, my, future, my future is overturned. Is overturned. Now, now, in the name of, in Jesus. The name of Jesus, now lift up your voice now and begin to veto every satanic instruction, satanic instigations, every enemy within and without. Sometimes they speak evil. Overturn every evil speech. Overturn every evil wish. Overturn every death wish. Overturn every evil wish. Overturn, overturn every hard desire of evil. Parido against your life, against your destiny. Overturn it. Overturn it. We overturn every demonic wish in the name of Jesus. Every projection of sickness, projections of diseases, projections, satanic projections, we overturn every projection to cause us to cease, to cause us to stop, to cause us to, to not to be able to achieve. In the name of Jesus, we come against it. We overturn them. In the name of Jesus, every maneuver in Jesus' name. I want to pray one last prayer. We're praying that every principality release over this region. Princes and principalities release over a region, influence the people in that region. The Bible says that we are far above. Hallelujah. That means we are nowhere near them. We are beyond their reach. But when you allow their influences around you, they can influence the territory. And when they influence the territory and you are within, you have to dominate. You have to exert that far above spirit over their influence, over the territory, over that family, over that jurisdiction. So every area, every region, wherever you go, don't go to a new house and say, I have moved it. No, 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 no. There's a spirit that I've been occupying there. I told you any grass that nothing is planted there, something will grow there. So even if it's a virgin land with nobody there, they have been waiting. They are waiting for the inhabitants of the earth to come there. Then they influence them. 
So they, you find out that people move into a particular place and they have just become drunkards. You're wondering what is happening. There are all manner of drunkards on a particular street. The demon there is a drunken spirit. He has to make everybody drunkards. So even a, a tongue-speaking believer has started quaffing small, small. He's doing 5-5%. Before he knows it, has turned to 16%. Before he knows now, he has become an alcoholic. Chronic one. We are binding every principality, every power force over this region, over this Western Hills, Amen. and over Edinburgh. Now lift up your voice, make clear, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus we arrest every, every influence of territorial spirits, of territorial principalities, spirit. principalities over, this region, over this region, over the region, over, the region, over this house, over, this house over, my family, over my family, over this place, over this, place, over this, city, over this city, we decree and declare, decree and declare your, influence your influence over our lives, over our lives it's, broken. it's broken. We arrest, we arrest every territorial every spirit territorial and their influence, their mind. Maneuvers have no influence over our lives, over our actions. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare every force of darkness release over this region, over the regions of Edinburgh and the environment. Wherever I live, every principality release to police the area. I discharge you in the name of Jesus. Every territorial spirit over my family, in the name of Jesus. I arrest you. I, arrest I break your power. I, your power. I decree and declare decree and your, influence your influence over my life, over my life. Is, vetoed is vetoed in the name of Jesus. Name of Every Jesus. territorial spirit over the area, the area of my job, my, job. my, career. my career, my school. My school. I, break your power. I break your power. I decree and declare, decree and declare. Your, influence your influence over my life, over my life. is vetoed. vetoed. Now, now, in the name of Jesus, name of lift Jesus. up your voice and pray. We arrest territorial spirits that bring discouragement, territorial spirits that bring weakness, territorial spirits that bring drunkenness, territorial spirits of drug addiction, territorial spirits that bring rancor, territorial spirits that bring confusion. We arrest you now. Every territorial spirit stationed over my family. Right now, I break your power. I arrest you now. I decree and declare your influence over my life is, is, is broken in the name of Jesus. Over my family is broken in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Horaba Zagereha, Ekabonde Gado Shata, Eloto Pradigaba, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. We decree and declare victory in the atmosphere, victory over your children. We decree and declare that the authority is enforced and reinforced. In Jesus' name. Amen. Luke chapter 8. Please take your seat. Welcome somebody to church tonight. Luke chapter number 8. And the message tonight is beyond 
time and space. The word beyond time and space. The word of God beyond time and space. Uh, yes, you've started talking too early. Hmm? Doing too much grammar, too quickly. Hmm? The word of God beyond time and space. Luke chapter 8 from verse 1. Let's start quickly. It says, And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him too. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary Magdalene, and out of whom went seven spirits, seven devils, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he speak by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And others, others fell on good ground. And sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that has ears to hear, let him hear. And I say the same to you tonight. Hear. <laughs> Verse 9. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said unto you, It is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables. That seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. So there are two words there seeing and what? Hearing. Seeing and hearing, or what we call perception. Perception. Seeing and hearing, or being able to comprehend for understanding. Perception. Perception. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. So, the parable he was talking about was the parable of the word. Amen. The seed is the word. Those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Take note of the word in there. The word is planted where? In their hearts. But Satan comes to steal it from their hearts so that they will not be able to believe it and be saved. And the word salvation there is sozo. It's not just eternal salvation. It's also talking about to be able to be what? Protected, defended. Hallelujah. They on the rock are they which when they hear receive the word which joy. And this have no root which for a while believe. So some people also believe for a little while. Okay? And in time of temptation, fall away. There are many of us that fall into this category. We believe for a little while. Then storms come. Then we experience challenges to our faith. Your faith that is not tried, your faith that is not tested, cannot be proven. Amen? Your faith that is not tested cannot be trusted. 
So your faith must be trust tried and must go through fire. That's why the Christian race is not the race of bed and roses. The, Jesus has won the victory for us, but he says that we must lay hold. He says, fight the good fight of what? Faith. And lay hold on eternal life. So there is a fight still to fight. What kind of fight? Is it a fight to determine who will be the winner? No. You have already been determined the winner, but you must fight to maintain what victory Christ has already won for you. Hallelujah. So you fight to maintain your health, fight to maintain your finances, fight to maintain your home, fight to maintain everything. You fight. Tell your neighbor, fight. Yeah. And to fight, you must continue to believe. You don't believe for a little while and then you stop. You must continue to what? Believe. And what do you believe? The word. Many of us don't believe the word because if we believe the word, we will not buckle under temptations, trials, and tribulations. Now, what is the reason for temptations, trials, and tribulation? To take out your joy. They on the rock are they which when they hear, receive the word with joy. They are excited. And this have no roots. They have no what? Roots. You must develop roots. You must develop what? Roots. Now, how do you develop roots? Consistency. How do you develop roots? You stay in one place. You, you feed on that thing until a tree cannot be transplanted and develop roots. So the same way, the believer that will develop roots must not hear the word once. You can't develop roots hearing the word once. You must keep hearing the word over and over and over again. After you hear it consistently, after a while, you begin to develop roots. Amen? Amen. You begin to develop what? Roots. May you develop roots. Amen. Come on, I say may you develop roots. Amen. They on the rock are they which when they hear, they receive the word with joy, and this have no roots. Which for a while, so after a while, they have believed for a while. But the principle is if you would be victorious in life, you must believe forever. You must stay consistent forever. And that's what we talked about, what? Maintaining your solid front. You must maintain your solid front. Maintain your solid front. Which for a while, and in time of temptation, fall away. James chapter 1, the verse number 2. We'll come back here in a moment. James chapter 1, the verse number 2. It's my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations or different kinds of trials. So your trial may be different from somebody else's trial. He says, count it all joy. The proof that you are in faith and that you believe is to maintain your joy. When Satan steals your joy, Satan has you. Anytime, that's why you find out that anytime the believer begins to lose their joy, you will be frustrated. Satan will begin to bring in frustration. And beyond the frustration, he will cause you to also begin to frustrate others. Frustrated people frustrate others. 
I'm preaching. I say I'm preaching. <laughs> frustrated people frustrate others. And Satan's plan is to frustrate you. Satan's plan is to get you. So what's the wisdom behind the fan being very far away there? And people are blowing themselves here. The fan is there. The people are hot. What kind of frustration is this? Frustrated people, frustrated. please refuse to be frustrated. Get the fan here now. The fans are standing there and people are using. Eh? Oh, please don't frustrate the people. <laughs> eh. <laughs> please, if you feel hot, just go for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Go for the fan. Eh? <laughs> but your extension plugs are very... Okay, I think there's some there. Except that the people here, maybe they don't need... Eh. Ah, they don't need it. Okay. <laughs> they are frustrating you now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> eh, no, people are alive. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to business. So what Satan's plan is, is to frustrate you. Satan's plan is to what? Frustrate you. Now, how does he do that? He will make sure that you don't get results. And then after a while, and the reason is he will bring up a lot of troubles your way. And when the drop the troubles come, it causes what diverse kinds of temptations or trials. Yours may be different from somebody else's own. Somebody's own maybe finances, another person's own is sickness, another person's own is something. But it will bring something up. But the proof that you will win is don't allow Satan to frustrate you. The moment your joy is stolen. The Bible says, with joy, we draw out of the wells of salvation. So the moment your joy is stolen, you will find out that you will also lose the battle every time. It says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. The trying of your faith worketh what? Patience. Verse 4. And... But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect. The word perfect there is the word mature and entire. You are still a baby. When you go through trials, you cry. You are still a baby when you go through trials. What it simply means is that the word is not having its roots in you. Are you hearing me? Troubles will come. Trials will come. But refuse to accept troubles. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't participate. Refuse to let your physical senses and the circumstances around you dominate what the outcomes of your life. But let patience have a perfect work. That ye may be perfect and entire. Or perfect and complete. Wanting nothing. Or in other words, becoming independent of circumstances. Now, how does that happen? Training. 
You must train your spirit. It doesn't just happen on you. That's why you must spend time in the word. The Bible says, how mightily grew the word of God in the city of Ephesus and what? Prevailed. How does the word grow and prevail? Consistency. Maintain your solid front. And be consistent. And stay with the word. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Stay with the word. You know why? The word is more true than any circumstance you ever face. The, your true, the truth of your life is not what you are feeling or what you are going through. The truth of your life is what the word of God says. I choose to believe the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see, when you come to church like this, it's very easy to have faith until the devil corners you at home by yourself. Then he begins to deal with your mind. Say, well, look, all that thing is just talk, talk. This is the real truth now. No, that's not the real truth. The real truth is what I'm telling you now. He's just cornering you. Don't bow. Yeah, don't bow. <laughs> the devil knows how to corner people. And he's very, very effective at cornering. Very. He's a master architect. And you know how he does it? Your mind. I told you that the gateway to your spirit is where? Your mind. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's take it from verse uh, 10 there about. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, and I've told you how to respond to a word like this. You don't just read it and just think it is an instruction. Personalize it. Make it yours. The way to respond to that word is to say what? I am strong in the Lord. And I'm strong in the power of his might. I'm strengthened by the might of the Lord. That's how you respond. And that becomes your confession. And maintain it. Maintain it. Verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now the wiles there is talking about the tricks. So Satan will corner you and, place, and, and, and play a trick on you. And cause you to repudiate whatever you have been consistently saying. Or whatever you have been consistently declaring. And how does he do that? Through your mind. He will throw thoughts of doubt at you. He will throw thoughts of pain at you. He will throw all kinds of things at you. But refuse to see them as the truth. The truth of the word is the truth. Hallelujah. Twelve. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, he's saying that the entities you are dealing with are not things you can see with your physical eyes. So when demons are playing on you, they play on your emotions, they play on your mind, they play on your weakness. You know that thing called the weakest link? They look for the weakest link in the chain. <laughs> they keep hitting at that side. Keep hitting. So if your weakest link is anger, they will keep hitting there. Keep hitting there. If your weakest link is talking loose, well, for me, nothing works for me. They keep hitting there. So every time you be saying, nothing works for me. 
And how are you expecting things to work for you? When your mouth is so crooked, your mouth is so full of rubbish. Nothing is working for me. It's rubbish. Sanctify your mouth. Everything is working for my good. Hallelujah. Sanctify your mouth. In fact, look for proper toothpaste. The best toothpaste you can find is the word. In fact, morning, wash your mouth. Evening, wash your mouth. How do you wash your mouth? With the word. Goggle the water with the word. Is the word. And swallow it. That many of us, our mouth is working against us. Your mouth is so full of trash. It is so full of S-H-I-T that I need to get <laughs> I need to get those people that that evacuate this to come <laughs> That's why the devil, the, 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 the angels can't even come close to you because what is coming out of your mouth and what is you think that when they say S-H-I-T it is just say oh foolish. No, 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 no. When you begin to say things that are against the word of God, that stand against the word of God, you are uprooting the seed that has been planted. It's called shite. <laughs> shite man. We uproot shite. But you see. The forces that use these things against you are principalities, powers, rulers, darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Sunday I'll deal with that. I'll, I'll deal with principalities and how they operate and work, work you. Verse 13, please. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. All God wants you to do is to stand. How do you stand? Maintain a solid front. Are you hearing me? Maintain a solid front. Refuse to cower in. The devil says you are nothing. You tell him I'm, I'm something. Tell him I'm a peculiar person. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. Call forth to show praises, not pity. So don't be then be crying, oh God. Oh Lord, oh Lord. No! Maintain a solid front. Let your confession be confession of grace. Giving glory to his name. Hallelujah. Because everybody has an evil day. The scripture says. But in that evil day, stand. 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 And to stand means you take all the, the armor it talks about. Some are for your mind. To block your mind from arrows that the enemy throws. Verse 14. Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. The truth there is the truth of the word of God. This is thy word is truth. Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is what? Truth. So the word of God is the truth. Not your circumstances. Not what you're going through. What you're going through may be bad. In fact, bad, bad, bad. In fact, some, some because of how consistent it has become, somebody may even come and tell you that you are under a curse. Refuse it. 
You cannot be cursed. You are not under a curse. In fact, you are not permitted to be under a curse. Once you are in Christ, you are far from curses. So, curse or no curse, it belongs to the man that is not born again. Not you. But you see, you can live a life that looks like a cursed life if you don't understand how to live beyond time and space. The message tonight is the word of God. Above or beyond time and what? Space. 15. Okay, so truth, blessed spirit of righteousness, your feet with short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith. It's a shield. So how do you maintain your solid front? Shield everything the devil throws at you. You need your faith. Your faith is a shield. Wherewith ye shall be able to what? Quench. And he calls it all the fiery darts. You know the fiery darts? He throws thoughts, but thoughts that are on fire. Thoughts is an arrow with fire. Have you seen arrows that have fire at the tip of them? Pew. So when he throws, his thoughts he's throwing at you, they are not just to tickle you. Oh, Satan came and just tickled. No. When the principalities are released, they throw arrows like that. When, you see, what Satan does is to paralyze you such that you will not have the strength to fight him. Because if he's able to paralyze, he doesn't fight fair. What he does is to make sure, because he knows if you, if you get yourself back, he will have fire. So that he throws arrows that will keep burning after the arrow has hit you. So the arrow will be burning whilst he's gone. So for three years, four years, the arrow will be burning. That's how long some people's troubles have been. And some for, but if you have the shield of faith, the other thing will hit the shield. It bounces back. He's the shield. It bounces back. That's why your faith must be what? Strong. You must maintain a solid front. You see something wrong? No, you declare no. It's not happening to me. Not in this place. You maintain a solid front. Keep your shield of faith. Lay hold on salvation. Lay hold on eternal life. By fighting the good fight of what? Faith. You need your shield. And quench. Quench. Do you know quenching? Water. Quench. Quench. To stop it. Stop it from maneuvering. So you stop it from going further. You use your shield of faith. So your shield of faith is a defense as well as an offensive weapon. It's offensive when you release it as an arrow from your mouth. It's defensive when you use it as what? It's an all-purpose warfare instrument. Faith. Your faith. So maintain your faith. Live above the circumstances. Glory to God. Luke chapter 8. We, where did we stop again? 13. They on the rock. Okay, so let's go to 14. So don't let temptations make you fall away. Temptations will come. There are trials, tribulations. You, you may have all kinds of things going on in your life, but don't let it make you look inconsequential. They are lies. Let God be true and everything is a lie. Amen. Amen. That means that everything must come into alignment with the word of God. Your heart, your mind. Your mouth 
must come into what alignment with the word of God. And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection or to maturity. He says there are some as well. When the word is sown, as I'm sowing the word now, they fall among thorns because as he's sitting here, his mind or her mind is on Asna or, or how to buy that 50-inch TV or how to buy that land. So you are here, but you have been you are levitated. You are, I bring back every levitated mind. You are here, but you have traveled. You are home. You are here, but you are somewhere. You are thinking about mundane things. He says that you are that man whose who's your mind has become a fertile ground for Satan. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart. So take note, the word must enter your heart. And your heart is not this heart. It's your spirit. Your spirit. Your spirit. And having heard the word, they keep it. Don't just hear the word. And when you go out of this place, they ask you, so what did they preach today? I've even forgotten the topic. The topic is what? The word beyond time and space. The word beyond time and space. What it means is that don't let time and space contain you. All right, so let's get into the word. That was just introduction. (laughs) So when we talk about time and space, what are we talking about? (laughs) So when we talk about time and space, what are we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about this earthly sphere of influence of limitation between one point to the other we're talking about the natural things of this world that can influence you and make you have different outcomes in life. Romans chapter 8. So what we, are, we mean is that learn to live beyond natural circumstances. Learn to live beyond natural circumstances. Learn to live beyond what? Natural circumstances. Romans chapter 8 from verse 1. Live beyond natural circumstances. Learn to live in your future. Start declaring your future. It's not a new scripture. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. What is this scripture saying? He's saying that there are certain group of people that are in Christ. Second Corinthians 5.17, don't go there. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ. So Christ has become a place. Christ has also become what? Our dwelling place. Hallelujah. Christ has become a place for us. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's what? A new creation. All things are passed away. 
and all things have become new. What he's saying simply is that when you are in Christ, you have shifted, been delivered. Colossians 1 13, don't, don't change the scripture, tells us that we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of what? His dear son, the kingdom of light. Hallelujah. There is down now, therefore, no condemnation to them which are in Christ. Who walk not after the flesh. When we talk about the flesh, we're not talking about your skin. We're talking about people that are influenced by the natural circumstances of life. They are influenced by time. They are influenced by space. There is nothing that God creates that ever goes into extinct. I'm going to take it again. Anything God creates that is in the state of matter can never go into extinct. It can only change its form, most likely in an expanded state. So, for example, let me give you an example. Okay. Um, this paper. If I burn this paper, okay, put set fire to it, and it burns, that paper is not lost. If I'm able to collect all of that paper, okay, the material, the, the essence or the material that was used in making that paper will still be contained within that space in which I've collected it. The only thing that has happened to that paper is that it has changed what? States. It's in an expanded state. So there is nothing that God creates that ever loses or that is what, that ever goes into extinct. Including you. And including everything that concerns you. I'm saying this to say this. Now, see how some of us have lost our hair. Part of the hair. And it's eroding. Tonight, I don't seem to see all the men that have lost it. I think all of you here maintain your hair. The spirit of life is working. <laughs> Fire born the devil. Now, <laughs> Jesus said in, in, in Matthew 10 30, can we go to Matthew 10 30? Jesus says something concerning your hair. He says that, <laughs> Matthew 10 30. <laughs> He says, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. None can be missing. Now, you may even cut it or you may even lose it. He says, they have been numbered. Now, so if they have been numbered, it means that you can do something about it if you are losing it. <laughs> now, Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, what causes people to become frustrated is lack of knowledge. When you don't know what to do with a particular situation, you become frustrated. True or false? But when you know what to do, you engage that force. 
and it reverses everything that has been undone. So Romans chapter 8, so let's go back there. So I said this to, to explain what I said earlier, that nothing can be missing, including you. If he is so mindful of even your hair, then think about your life. And he says that your life is no more than natural life. The moment you become born again, you have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son, into Christ. In that place called Christ, there is a certain law that rule in that place. It's called the law of life. There is therefore now no condemnation to Christ. That walk not after the flesh, but what? After the spirit. Verse 2. The verse 2 says, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. Now, he is not saying that it has allowed you to enjoy some liberty. What he's saying is that in Christ, there is a law that rules there. The law that rules there is called the law of what? Life. And the law of life has set you far above the law of death. Which means that then when we talk about death, you are talking about anything that is corruptible and that perishes. What it means is that in Christ Jesus, you are above, in, above the limitation of death. And when we talk, of course, we have already taught you what the law of death, sin and death does. It brings diseases. It brings corruption. It begins to cause your hair to, to erode. Your health begins to erode. Your bones begins to degenerate. Your finances are affected. These are all natural laws. But there is a law in Christ. It's called the law of the spirit. Of life in Christ. And this law has made you free. It, has, it means it has made you independent of natural circumstances. I don't know if you are getting this. What this means is that you are not limited by time and space. Let me show you something. John 3 verse uh, 6. When Jesus met Nicodemus, this is what he had to say to Nicodemus. He says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. When you are born again, you are no more flesh. You have become spirit. And what gave birth to you was the word. First Peter 1.23 tells us that. Hallelujah. You are born of the spirit. Born of the word. Verse 7. 
He says, marvel not that I said this unto thee. Ye must be born again. Verse 8. Go on, quick, 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 quick. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. What he's saying is that when you are born of the Spirit, you cannot be contained. When you are born of the Spirit, sickness cannot contain you. Because it's, it's, it's part of the law of death and sin. So it, is, it has no accommodation in your body. So what do you do? You, you evacuate him. Or evacuate it. It's an illegal immigrant. So you send the immigration force of heaven to arrest that thing and evacuate it. Amen. They evacuate with force. So you tell that thing. That has found itself into your life. You don't belong here. I belong to life. Therefore there is no death in my path. Hallelujah. The only way the believer that is born again. Will experience death. Is when he reprograms himself. Or herself. To begin to speak and sow death into your life. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, hmm. says, Thou will show me the path of what? Life. Thou will show me where? The path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are what? Pleasures forevermore. So you tell that devil when he wants to bring death into your path, I, there is no death, death in my path. I have life. Now that is how you reinforce your position so that you are not, you don't come under the influence of death. Many are under the influence of death. And many have allowed themselves to be reprogrammed under the influence of death. How do you do it? By sowing words of death. Oh, as for me, I cannot do this. The scripture says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can do all things. Don't say I cannot do it. The moment you say I cannot do it, you have sown death. And you reap death. Life, death, the scripture says what? Death and life is what? In the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, the manifestation of death in your life is a fruit of what you have sown with your words. The words are seed. Remember we said earlier on, the word is what? A seed. So, you, you, you tell your child, oh, you are a dullard. You are sowing seeds of dullness. Your child will grow up programmed in death. You've killed that child. Oh, or you tell your finances, oh, I don't have money. You are sowing seeds of death. You will reap death. And somebody say, but I don't have money. It's true I don't have money. Yes, it's true you don't have money. But you are not ruled by the natural circumstances. So don't let time and space limit you. You are beyond time and space. We don't live within time and space. You are spirit. You are spirit. 
That's why Jesus said in John 63, the words that I speak to you, they are what? Spirit, they are life. We are spirit. If we will understand this, we can rule our world. How do you king in life? You must understand that you are spirit. You are not life. You are not just flesh. You are spirit. So that's why I said there is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ. The moment you are in Christ, you have become spirit. But how do you live there? The consciousness. You must maintain a consciousness. It must not only be when you are praying. Now, how many of us know that we can be here and pray for somebody in Australia and it will take effect? Anybody? Anybody? 